When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Are you ready for war? Then bring it on. Not craftmatic like a stripper. When it's out, you throw your cash at it. Hope I don't rat tat it from the hash and grass at it. I spit in mad rapid like I took a bad package. You pay tolls of the drummer. I easy pass at it. But when it's time, a bad habit let the... Welcome, everybody, to the WWE Rundown. I'm your host, Troy. I'm back. And I am infiltrating uh, the two gentlemen that uh, held down the fort for me last week. Uh, Sal, welcome to the show. Hey, man, what's going on? And Ginger, welcome. Hi, Troy. I haven't been on a show with you for a couple weeks. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and it's I, I won't see you again until maybe next week. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it is still that fun in-between time of uh, we're past WrestleMania, and now we're heading into WrestleMania Backlash. Uh, I was going to say, we're not past WrestleMania nothing. <laughs> yeah, it's, it is WrestleMania Raw and WrestleMania SmackDown leading into this WrestleMania, WrestleMania Backlash. the extended version. <laughs> this is the Vince, Vince cut? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, God, it's so bad. Ugh. It really fucking is. But good to have you back, Troy. Yes. Glad, yes, I have um, the wonkiest setup now until I, I can afford a new laptop. Uh, I have a oh, no. I have a keyboard uh, USB'd into my laptop that has a built-in keyboard. Uh, so uh, my my small desk is even smaller now because, yeah. But it is a um, lovely multicolored. Uh, keyboard so it is it is a gaming keyboard although i just got it because it was fun colors but <laughs> <laughs> yeah um i was i was bummed to miss last week and then uh taught magic i had to report out of two because uh lisa had a prior prior engagement so uh inadvertently wound up taking a week off um which was nice don't get me wrong uh even though i was very frustrated tuesday because i was all set to do the show and then all of a sudden I couldn't log in because my password has a T in it, and that button didn't want to work anymore on my laptop. <laughs> so I was like, "Well, I can't log into my computer." <laughs> uh, I I was able to, of course, because they have the on-screen keyboard. But I was like, "I am not going to post an episode using the on-screen keyboard." Oh, good God, no! That would um, mean that would mean me having to click each fucking WWE rundown. <laughs> not happening. So I actually got a quick story about that. Yeah. Um, my uh, my work's computer went back when we were in the office. 
um, it had it had a problem with the N on the keyboard, right? Oh, and you've been I, using that one too much? <laughs> <laughs> so, ignore that. <laughs> so, it was still working, but you could tell it would get, like, stuck and shit like that. And I told mm. my boss about it, and he's like, well, we don't have any other keyboards, so just, you know, make it work. And I'm like, okay. And then the fucking thing just completely broke. Like, it just... <laughs> key of the spring fucking go in it and like mm-hmm. i was like i need a new keyboard and he's like well you could just copy and paste an n i mean how many times are you really gonna use an n and I'm like, <laughs> now mind you my boss is a fucking moron like he is a good guy but he's a dumb as shit and i'm like i mean just to do a return i think would take about 35 minutes something that usually takes me four to five minutes and as soon as he heard, like, it would take me, like, longer to do stuff, he was like, all right, hold on. I, I think we got a keyboard for you. <laughs> nice. It's all about getting your work done. That's right. But, like, what the fuck? I'm not going to sit there and copy and paste an end every time I need it when I'm I'm typing, like, an email or an order or something. Why you know not? what I mean? What is it? Control P? Something like that? Control V. Control V, yeah. But it's not, <laughs> <laughs> it's not that difficult. Oh, that's not fucking awkward at all. <laughs> trying to fucking do templating things. What? What? What's not awkward? The end is broken. <laughs> oh boy. So anyway, yeah. Anyway. Troy, <laughs> uh, for you to find that out as you were like booting up your computer last week, that's fucked up. Yeah, it wasn't fun. Um, that's what happens when you have kids, though. Uh, I mean, it it seems like it's just a motherboard issue. Um. And and I could probably try to get it fixed, but I see I have a feeling it's going to be more expensive than just getting a new fucking computer. Right. Um, but uh, and and I, I for me, I mean, uh, Jason donated this computer to me, so it's you know, mm-hmm. it, it's kind of about time that I guess I have to pay for it on the computer. <laughs> but <laughs> you know, um. Is what it is, and you know I'm. Uh, but I'm back. I I makeshifted it. So. We you guys on. got Best Buy over there in Wisconsin? Yeah. They we usually do like, you know, financing. Like yeah. twelve months, twenty four months. Like sometimes they have like specials and shit. Yeah, but then that puts yourself in more debt, though. That's the shit. Yeah, part. I already got enough of that, too. Yeah. <laughs> I feel you paying. Did you, did you not hear me talk about the the eight hundred dollars I have in dental repair just from this past year that I'm in debt of? Yeah, I got, oh, I got, I got that. Yeah, um, I need to come up with that uh, for multiple people in my house because my <laughs> wife needs a root canal. Um, mm-hmm. I'm probably gonna need a tooth pulled, and. My my middle daughter is now looking to get braces, so oh, nice. I don't know. My wife needs the root canal this week, so that's that's gonna be expensive. <laughs> Sounds like <laughs> a second mortgage to me. Too, so. Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, that dental insurance only only covers so much. Eight I mean, percent. They're still gonna get a thousand dollars out of me, probably. Yeah, and and no, I mean normally you probably have a family plan, so you probably got like three thousand dollars. That they'll cover before everything else is just out of pocket at that point. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Fun. Welcome to America. Go fuck yourself. Uh, <laughs> so, obviously, uh, Jason is is out. Um, he uh, was trying to figure out how many baseballs he could fit into his ass at one time, 
Uh, turns out one too many. So he, <laughs> damn near, a damn near rectum. Yep. So we're hoping to have him back again. Uh, but of course he is. Our <laughs> it's all right. Uh, he is our normal news guy. So we don't have that. Uh, I have, I have one news story that I was able to quickly get. Uh, so we were talking, uh, twitch.tv slash run wrestling. We were talking before the show, um, on, on Twitch about the, uh, AEW elite GM game and how it's been in development for six months, or at least was like, it's been in development longer than that because six months ago they like showed screenshots of it. So clearly it had been in development previous to that. Um, so Aubrey Edwards, uh, which is everyone's favorite fucking terrible referee, <laughs> did a did an interview where she uh, she had, had discussed the game and was talking about the fact that like she was the one who was choosing uh, like which wrestlers were going to be in the game and stuff like that, which seemed which is an odd thing to say. But um, somebody had asked her, um, "Will?" Brody Lee be available in the game. And she said, yes, Brody Lee is someone you can draft to your roster in Elite GM. His art was already made before his passing. I asked Amanda Huber if we could keep him in the game, and she was absolutely cool with leaving him in. Little Brody wanted him to stay in as well. Uh, so once the game comes out, yes, you will be able to have Brody Lee on your roster and use him in-game. Um, he is His picture is still up on the AEW website, which I appreciate. Um, they still have him in the active wrestler because uh, I mean they don't have any other, you know they don't have like a like a retired wrestlers or anything of that section. So, right. um, yeah. So I I think that's really cool. Um, also, you gotta gotta assume that that also means that she that uh, Amanda gets a little money her way too for likeness rights uh, by keeping him in the game too. So yeah. a nice oh, 100%, 100%. you know yeah. Yeah, so um, really nice of them to continue to do that. Um, I'm curious to see if that is a like recurring thing. Like once they have like a because they were still talking about a console game. Like I wonder, you know, do they still put him in? You know, using like archive footage or, or things like that, or or do they just kind of eventually go? Well, we don't have his likeness or anything like that for you know for the game, so we're just not going to put him in. Um. I, I think they'd keep him in all the time. Why not? Yeah. Well, I got, I, she, again, she gets money out of it. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So, when I, I look at WWE games too, and they, they still have guys like Andre in there all the time and Roddy oh, Paper yeah. and things like that. Yeah. So I, I would assume, I mean, he, yes, he was not there for very long in AEW, but he made it, he made his uh, contributions there and obviously was, you know, beloved in the wrestling community. So yeah, I think, I think you know to to continue to have him in there was is a nice touch. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, I don't know that we really have anything else. Um, did we? Did I forget? Um, did you guys talk on Thursday at all about the uh, the John Cohn Mark Carano stuff? On either of your shows, AEW or NXT? No, I don't think we did. Uh, me, no. No. Okay. Um, yeah, that was something that happened. Um, Mickey James, uh, who was recently released, tweeted out a picture showing that she had received her stuff via garbage bag packed into a box. Um, 
we we in the house thread sort of had a discussion about it about the fact that like why did she even have stuff there in the first place when normally wrestlers keep all their stuff with them and and travel but then again i mean they're still in the middle of a pandemic so and she was working as a trainer so i guess that was the reason but um to me it was like okay but like you still you still were released from your contract and like so them them putting it into a garbage bag like yeah probably not the best way to bundle everything together but still not like the worst thing you could do um but it kind of blew up and uh because of that WWE investigated it and found that Mark Carano and referee John Cohn who is the father of Raw Tag Team Champion Nicholas uh, were the two that went through and packed everyone's stuff up into garbage bags and sent them out. So those two individuals got fired. And so Mickey James, after the fact, did come out on Twitter and say that she didn't mean for her post to get anyone fired. But also, like, I don't know, what what did you want to have happen? You know, you posted it out there. Your husband posted it out there, too of like making jokes about it being like oh he should got another package should i open this one up too so what what was the point of putting those out there because you got two people fired okay wait a minute hold on hold on <laughs> so on the one hand it sounds like you're um kind of making an excuse for the wwe like you know i'm not making an excuse happen. for the wwe but what I'm saying is they felt necessary enough to, to investigate and fire Carano and, and uh, who Cone. is it? Jack, John Jack Down. Oh, John Cohn. John Cohn. Jack Down, I don't think is refed in like 12 years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so obviously, you know, the way I see it is if someone told them, and I don't know who, you know, how the power structure goes there, but if someone told John Cohn and, and Carano, clear out this space and ship everything back to who it belongs to. I'm sure the WWE has like you know access to the warehouse, the shipping labels. So for someone to be like lazy and throw it in a trash bag and then just like put a sticky note on it, then fuck them. They deserve to get fired. <laughs> I mean, like I'm pretty sure the boss wasn't whoever told them to do that wasn't like you know hey cheap out on the labels and uh, don't use any real boxes, just uh, whatever we got laying around. You know what I mean? He told them to do something, and they fucking did it lazily. So, and then it got out on social media, which they can't stand. They can't stand when you know well, PR looks bad. So, like I said, to to me, it was like um, Mark Carano. Obviously, after the fact, people were coming on being like, "Oh, he was always a dick to me." It's like, "Oh, well, I'm so glad that you waited until after you were fired and he was fired for you to finally say something." So, all the people that he was a dick to after you got fired, that's kind of on you for not speaking up when at first, you know, we were first having issues or when you were in the company being like, yo, your talent relations guy is being an asshole to me, you know, but then Isn't that uh, the point of the gig though, every fucking talent relations guy is a piece of shit. Look at fucking Johnny. I mean, oh, they kind of... <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a talent relations person. Like, uh, so I'm sorry, but they're not there to be your friend. They're they are there to talk. Piece of shit okay. too. Like that's been known for fifty years. Yeah. Like I'm so, not even mad at that. That's just that's who they. This is the fucking wrestling business. There's sleaziness everywhere. Yeah, that that's a given. But still, the uh, the fucking 
Putting it on social media, she knew it was going to blow up. There's no fucking way she didn't know. Yeah. Like, Marks are going to chirp in and be like, meh, we have to be mad for you. But then her husband tweeted it or sent it or whatever the hell he did with it. And I look at it this way. Should she have done it? No. But if guys were treat, if people were treating other talent like shit, then see you later. Yeah, who's to say it was just her? Like, did other people also get it, similar that, treatment? That, that's that's the only who, like, said anything? Because it's talent relations. I mean, if you get let go and you possibly could get hired back, you're not going to do – you're not going to – because it could backfire on you. Right. Right. So I kind of understand why some didn't say anything until now. But Mickey's like, well, I'm probably fucking done anyway, so let's call out. Yeah, I don't know. To to me, like, they had their senior, I mean, Mark Carano asked the senior referee, John John Cohn, to pack up everyone's shit that got fired. And that was 10 people that got fired. And he probably had other things to do. So, yeah, he most likely was, I'm gonna, I got to quickly get this shit done because apparently there's nobody else can do it. Which, again, I mean, yeah, they probably got rid of a lot of people that would have taken care of those things because they're not, not touring right now. So you have a guy who probably looked at it as this is below me that I have to pack up people's shit and send it to them. And so he did, he threw things in the bag over that. And a guy that's been there for what, 20 years as a referee got fired because he mistreated or mis mishandled some gear that was left behind and threw it into it. I don't know. To me, the punishment doesn't fit the crime. So what's worse though? Um, you know, John Cone getting fired for being lazy and not doing what someone told him to do exactly the way they told him to do it, or um, Kyoto getting fired because they just couldn't afford him anymore because he's been there for like 40 years. Do you know what I mean? Like That's two different things. But what I mean <laughs> one, is... One person, one person got released because they clearly felt that they weren't uh, doing the job that their money demanded, and another person got fired because the internet got mad. Because somebody no 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 they didn't get fired because the end got mad they got fired because whatever they fucking did wasn't what they were supposed to do okay let's be honest here and what if Kyoto didn't do what he was supposed to do and then he got fired too but that's what I'm saying <laughs> if it doesn't matter what what it is if you don't do what your boss tells you to do pretty good chance you're gonna get fired doesn't matter how long you've been there well yeah. Oh, I, mean, I get it. Like we're we're regular Joes here. Like if we go to work and we don't do what the boss tells us, we're gonna get in trouble. We're probably gonna get written up. And if we do it enough, or if we do do it like in a way that's inexcusable, we're gonna get fucking fired. <laughs> well, what if fired. what if what if Mark Carano is a piece of shit and told him put all their shit in these garbage bags and ship it off to him? Does he deserve to get fired then? If well, his was boss was telling him put all this shit in these garbage bags and send it off. A hundred percent understand what you're saying, but at least Carano got fired too. Then, but yeah, no, and but th- this is the thing. Carano was already on the way out. Oh, like yeah. they brought John, they brought Lauren Ice back in. They like pretty much stripped him of those things. So clearly, they had already soured on Carano. So he he felt a bit scapegoatish to me. Where it's oh, like, yeah, yeah, I, I hear that. Yeah, and and you also have to wonder like. Were they really the ones that did it? 
that put people's things in it? Or was it some intern or something like that who was just like, fuck this shit. I'm just, you know, maybe they're, maybe they're really big Trish Stratus fans. And I like that fucking stalker bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Let, let's, let's open up the brain of the McMahon family. All right. Uh, no, no, that's a scary place, dude. That's dude, dude, Vince had a guy named Pat Patterson. That was his right hand man. Y'all know Pat oh. Patterson. Yes. And and back in the late 80s and early 90s, Pat got caught up in a little bit of a scandal. Um, and it involved underage uh, young men. And um, Pat, for all intents and purposes, got away with it. They had him take a year off. They quote unquote fired him, but knew he was coming back. And then he enjoyed 20 more years, you know, uh, employed by the company. So. If Vince likes you, he'll keep you around no matter what you do. If he doesn't like you, yeah, John Cohn probably got made to be a scapegoat. If you make him a lot of money, he's not going to can you. But you you say that, but also, like, let's not forget that Ricochet and Chelsea Green are really good friends with Chase and Rance. And continue to be friends with Chase and Rance. Chase and Rance is a registered sex offender and pedophile. Oh, oh for real? yes, oh. and and yeah, Ricochet and Chelsea Green are two of the biggest supporters of him, and yeah, he was he was taken down in the in the speaking out movement, and uh, the okay, and yeah, they they continued to you know kind of kind of back him. And they have quietly distanced themselves from everything, but again, it's like, uh, but they. What about um? They apparently were Mr. still Orange training with them. NXT. Mr. Who? Mr. Orange down in NXT. Who the fuck is Mr. Orange? The fucking ref. Oh, Drake like, Wirtz. Yeah. Drake Wirtz, that's his name. I knew it was Drake something, but I I kept wanting to say Maverick, and I'm like, no, that's completely different. <laughs> um, yeah, Drake Wirtz, like, isn't he? Like a fucking Nazi, pretty much, and he still fucking works there. Here's the here's the issue with that, and and I've said this before. If you are a QAnon, QAnon person or like a hardcore Republican, that's not a fireable offense. Okay, like we have we have QAnon fucking House of Representative members. That's not a fire fireable offense. I'm sorry, like. People believe people are going to believe what they want as long as they don't do anything illegal. They're free to continue to be employed. And Drake Wirtz, yes, he is a anti-masker, and yes, he's a QAnon piece of shit or stuff like that. But again, he—that's he, not something that you fire someone for. You cannot fire somebody for their beliefs. Okay, well, you can you, fire someone for destruction of federal property, right? Yes, and Was as he there. That that was a, a thing that quickly appeared that it was, but there was no evidence that he was actually there, other than the fact that we know his wife was there, and everyone just ah. assumed that he was there because she was there. Now, okay, fair un- enough. Fair unless enough. there are pictures of him there, yeah, nothing's going to happen there. <laughs> so, and I, I I question if he would have been able to in the first place, considering that they're all still down in Florida working, you know. That's the whole. That, look, there's a reason Jackson Riker wasn't there because he was working that day. <laughs> Otherwise, <laughs> he would have been there. And again, him him tweeting out that fucking support of Trump. That's not a fireable offense because what he what he said was he didn't say anything openly racist. 
I mean, there's there's undertones to it, but it doesn't open the air to make that. I was going to say that given the at the time when yes. he did that. Yes. They, but again, uh, like, yeah, like I said, I mean, you people, people are free to have their own beliefs. And so the same thing where fucking Bo Dallas, I mean, yes, he recently got fired, but that, not because of this. But Bo Dallas was is a huge conspiracy theorist. Like he's a fucking chemtrails. Like they're going to they're like they're dosing us and things like that. He's like hardcore into that. You can't fire a guy because he believes that stuff. He's not doing anything wrong. You know, wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. Yes. You're saying <laughs> you're saying that Bo Dallas is one of the like he's essentially what the um, followers of the original Bray Wyatt character were. Oh, totally. <laughs> yes. Like, you remember those, like, first Wyatt family promos mm-hmm. where he's, like, preaching to them about how the government's doing you wrong and all that yes. stuff? Yes. That is, he is 100%. I, I question <laughs> if. Real life, that's I right. question if Bray wasn't just talking to him and just, like, recording him talk and be like, I'm going to use this. But yeah, oh, like I, I said. That's uh, where Bray got all his material from. Yeah. <laughs> so, if, if you want to turn around and bring up Velveteen Dream again, there was no charges ever filed on him. Do I believe that he's a pedophile? Yeah, probably. And I, I don't like the, the son of a bitch. He's not on TV right now. He probably should be fired. But again, there is there there has not been sufficient evidence. There's not been a police investigation. So that's why he's still employed. If the, the people that claimed that he did the stuff would come to the police and there was an investigation, his ass would be out on the fucking street. But they, they refused to. And that's why you saw guys like Jack Gallagher get fired because one, he admitted it, but two, like there was investigations <laughs> being launched into it, you know. And the reason Riddle well, is still in- just because he admitted it, <laughs> yeah. But Riddle is still employed because there was an investigation into it, and it was, and he was found to be free of any fucking blame for anything going on, and he was, and he was deemed to be not a rapist. So Here's the thing with Riddle, though, like the thing with Riddle definitely screams that they had what's the fucking PC word to use a tumultuous relationship yeah right right so and it turns into he said she said and and mm. i'm not even saying that those things didn't happen to her i'm just saying that like at that point it's it's your ex-boyfriend's word against his ex-girlfriends like and then yep. you know how many times that happens in, in everyday life like you can't just fucking because nobody knows. Nobody knows what goes on behind closed doors. Right. So, you know, if every fucking guy or every ex-boyfriend ever lost their fucking job because of shit that his ex-girlfriend said about him, mm-hmm. there'd be nobody left working in this country. And that, <laughs> and that's why a lot of the times, you know, companies like AEW and WWE and everything like that are going to take their time and they're actually going to see if there is anything that is provable. You know, and and right. and sadly, with those two with those two individuals, nothing was provable. So, and that I think they should take their time. I mean, yeah, they probably shouldn't do like a tribute show to somebody when there's an ongoing investigation. But they wiped that from Peacock, so it's okay. Uh, but I also understand thinking at that time that like that that's not him. There's no way that that could. Have, this is clearly a tragedy. Uh, you know, I understand. I, I know that to an extent, constant- but. They were in constant talks with the Atlanta Police Department that night. That whole and, day. and it's an open investigation, dude. Like, how much are they going to tell him? They can't say he murdered his family and killed himself. They can't do that in an open investigation. 
So they're going to do a lot of their fact finding stuff. So yeah, and and we're not getting into the Benoit thing, but no, that's no, we're not. that's right. just. I'm sorry, I don't know how we got there. Yeah, that that's just a situation that like yeah, in hindsight you can say a lot of things, but at the time like there's a lot of emotions running high when all of a sudden you learn that like two people that you have been close to for a long time and have been in the business with you for a long time are suddenly dead. Like that's not something that you just automatically go like okay, stop everything. Like, they had a show that had to go on. It just ha- happened to be on a fucking Monday night, you know? Yeah. Anyways. Anyways. Anywho. Uh, the other other news was the Supreme Court um, has thrown out the concussion lawsuit against WWE, um, or not thrown out so much as said they're not going to listen to it. So, that, the, uh, the lawsuit... Uh, in in the lower courts already hit a snag where nobody wanted to fucking pressure because there was there was no possible way that they'd be able to uh, to judge it because most of the people that were in that lawsuit worked for other companies too so you know um, but yeah so it, it went into the Supreme Court that was their last ditch effort to get someone to hear the case on it with them turning it down it means that that that, that lawsuit is dead so um yeah, the the concussion stuff, I mean, WWE obviously has taken a lot of steps. Uh, the business as a whole has uh, tried to take a lot of steps in limiting, you know, chair shots to the head or any kind of weapons to the head, unless you're AW, uh, because Cody wanted to bring it back for the boys. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, like, the so the a lot of those people that were part of that lawsuit were already kind of questionable. You know, uh, because there was quite a few people who were just like, "Okay, you made worked worked like three matches to it, and now you're suddenly fucking in the in this lawsuit." Like, yeah, and like I said, a lot of those people worked independent shows too, and that's the problem. It's like if you only worked for WWE, you may have been able to say it, but also like, it's it's not happening in the in the NFL, and the NFL is a big one everyone looks to for the concussion stuff because it's like, well, you know, the teams aren't being held accountable for. Like Junior Seo having so many fucking problems that he wound up killing himself eventually, you know. Okay, so, um, it it does not surprise me at all that the Supreme Court wouldn't hear this. It, no, that. Yeah. Look, I never thought this lawsuit really had any potential to to do to succeed because because it didn't. It didn't. Right. And and. I'm not saying I don't feel bad for people who got concussions. I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying that you cannot, you cannot take the standards and the knowledge that we have today in 2020 and then turn around and apply them to shit that happened in the 80s and 90s. That is not fucking fair. And that opens up a fucking dangerous door, too. Like, every fucking promotion in every country used steel chairs in the 80s. They used the ring steps. They fucking, you know, somebody took a fucking bad shot. They were like, oh, go sit down, because that will make it better, right? Like, the whole fucking athletic, like, universe did not take concussions um, with the importance that we, we understand them today. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so there's no way that you could just be like, I'm going to sue the WWE because they didn't do anything about it. Like, what? That's... No. And like you said, every single one of these people came up in a promotion that was not WWE. So, um, some, some of the... Because they started in the 80s. So. Yeah. 
Well, some of the people that were involved in it, um, the estate of Jimmy Snuka, uh, Mr. Fuji, um, Billy Jack Haynes, uh, and Balls Mahoney. You're going to tell me Balls Mahoney's really going to try to blame his CTE on fucking WWE when he was in ECW? (laughs) What has he had, like four matches in in WWE? He's had like 400 in ECW? Right. We know he got a concussion on that Kevin Thorne back elbow, that's for sure. Dude, have yep. you ever seen him and Axel Ron beat the shit out of each other? Oh, Dan I Jack? oh I know. I'm I am well aware of that. Yeah. Holy shit! You want to talk about shoot hitting each other? Yeah. So um, these these lawsuits uh, brought uh, by lawyer Constantine Kiros, which sounds like a Final Fantasy character. Um, <laughs> he filed it uh, six years ago. It was, it was a couple of dozen former wrestlers attempting to sue WWE over not warning them of concussions and injuries sustained during their time in the company, which led to long-term brain damage. Uh, so that, that's the thing, is it was because WWE didn't sufficiently explain to them that concussions might be a thing. That was the basis of the, of the thing. Uh, they were dismissed in 2020. In February, he said he was going to appeal the rulings. The appealing appeals lost, and obviously the Supreme Court thing. Uh, in 2018, there was a ruling where Kiros was supposed to pay $500,000 in WWE's legal fees over the fact that the lawsuit was deemed frivolous, and he failed to pay that. <laughs> so... Uh, but of course, WWE's lawyers say we're glad this is finally over. We're completely vindicated. I mean, at least from that. I mean, oh, there's going to be plenty more. Oh, there's well, always going to be plenty more. There's, there's, there's probably better cases, but yeah. The the biggest issue there is that um, again, like I said, a lot of things are going to follow suit with with the NFL, and the NFL really didn't have concussion protocols until about well, ten years ago. And so a lot of these guys that were wrestling in the 80s and 90s and 2000s who, yeah, got CTE from fucking, you know, doing diving headbutts and shit and stuff like that. Like, it's they're going to be able to claim ignorance on it. Like, concussions weren't a thing, you know? I mean, they were, but at the time, like, they were just deemed like, oh, he just got his bell rung or, oh, he just got a little loopy and, and no, he just got knocked out. He's fine. He'll get back up and finish the match, stuff like that. Obviously, that doesn't... It, it doesn't happen as much nowadays because they do have more strict concussion protocols. Obviously some things will slip through and there is still that old school mentality on a, on a lot of times where certain workers will just be like, I'm fine. It's like, no, no, you need to take your fucking time, <laughs> you know? Dude. But yeah, so it's just, it's just not gonna happen. And plus like it's, it's part of, part of it is, it's like, it's protected as the, like it's a sport and you're taking your safety into your own hands on things. So if you're going to be, I mean, you're doing a move to somebody. So if you're doing a diving headbutt, that's in, in the court size, that's your choice to do that. You don't have to you're do that. Throwing your head at a human body yeah. from a few feet high. Yeah. yeah. That, that's, that's on you, bro. Is pretty much what the court's going to say. Like, Hey man, you didn't have to fucking do that move. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but it's the, to me, it, it's so funny because, again, everybody's very educated about concussions now, and we still are getting more educated you know, oh, yeah. every day. But you go back to the 50s, right, with the Looney Tune cartoons, mm-hmm. and when some, when some cartoon character got, like, hit hard, they would have, like, little stars fly above his head. Yep. That's a fucking concussion! Yes. <laughs> like, people knew about it, mm-hmm. but... but 
for for decades upon decades, people were just like, oh, shake it off. <laughs> Think about like nobody uh, knew about long term, yeah. you know, problems and all that other shit. Yeah. Well, think about uh, uh, what was it? Uh, Varsity Blues. Well, the what, big fat dude over that who had like fucking concussions after concussion or like that. Like it was a storyline in the fucking movie. And then they made fun of it in uh, that one show where it was like my fifteenth concussion or like that. Like, yeah, it used to be a joke, you know. But you know what else used to be a joke? Like, doctors used to smoke in their fucking offices while talking to the patients. Like, we learned things. Right, yeah, and and now and now we've learned like, oh yeah, remember for a while. Uh, I remember growing up for a while that suddenly everyone knew that like eggs were causing cancer. And then like the, the the study was like, oh no, no, that actually study was fucked up and had nothing to do with it. And actually eggs are great for you. You should keep eating or whatever that. So then suddenly people started eating eggs again. But there was a period of time, you know, where people were like, don't fucking eat eggs are bad for you. <laughs> you know, what? You don't remember this? Sal, do you, oh, Sal, back me up. Do you I, remember I, this? Like, I slightly remember this, yeah. And it, it was yeah. nothing I really paid attention to, but I do remember like it being a thing. Like, Oh, oh you know what God. they say. I, I wouldn't be able to live what? without eggs. Right? I hear you, man. Um, so No, no, you're absolutely right. No, we learn more things you know, mm. as a society. Dude, I remember as a kid, and Ginger, you might remember this. You go out to dinner, they ask you smoking or non-smoking. Yes. Oh, yeah, but I you're in the that. same fucking building, and it's all open. <laughs> yeah. It was just like a divider. Like the left side was non-smoking and the right right side was smoking. Like that did absolutely nothing. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that and that's the thing is is as long as as long as like now you see where baseball has the seven day DL anytime somebody is even thought to have a concussion, like you go on that and it's like at the bare minimum you're out for seven days. Even if you're good after three days, you're out for seven days. You know. And, like, NFL has started to do it now, too, where it's like, you're going to miss a game. You're going to miss a week, no matter what, you know? And, and now the WWE is turning around, and it's like, you had the whole thing where the ref thought Mickey James got concussed, so we called off the match. Like, she could be pissed off as much as she wants about that, but no, that's good. Keep doing that stuff. Be be overcautious with it, because I'm sick of fucking listening to wrestlers from the 80s who can't form sentences anymore that they don't remember. Like, Mick Foley can't remember half his career because of shit like that. I don't want okay, I don't want to see is, that anymore. Like and I and I never want to see something like that again. And it I like I said I feel bad for the people it happened to, but we can't you can't like team up with a bunch of people who you worked with 40 years ago and be like, "Hey, we all are really fucked up. Let's yeah. let's sue the WWE because give me a reason." Yeah. They didn't tell us that concussions are bad? Come on, you're an adult. Right. You know what you're doing when you go in there and you're you're taking a bump or or you take a bad fall. You know your body better than anybody else. Mm-hmm. You chose to go back in. You chose to to not tell the doctors that you were really fucked up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like this goes all the way back. Like I watch a lot of old school wrestling, dude. Nobody, nobody in in that entire business is sitting there going like. Oh man, my neck hurts today. I think I'm gonna sit out for a couple weeks. No, yeah. you're a tough guy. You get up, you go work. And I'm not saying that's the right thing to do, but that's what everybody did back then. Oh well, yeah, I mean, you you also get it too, where when injuries happen in sports, even if it's something minor, what is the fucking rhetoric that comes out? Oh, he's injury prone. Yeah, like that's not fucking fair. You know, first of all, most injuries 
just happen, you know, like they're, and it's just, they're not injury prone. They're just unlucky a lot of times, you know? Um, but yeah, like, that's the thing is like, if a, if a guy fucking misses a game or anything like that, it's, it's like, Oh, well, you know, now, now you've got all the people that are fantasy, you know, football players, you know, they're, they're screaming because, Oh, he's going to, they're going to fucking sit him up because he's got a little twisted ankle. Like fucking play through it. Pussy. Yeah. That's the shit that's getting that, 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 that hurts it. You know, where you all of a sudden hear about guys who are like, Oh yeah, by the way, like Mustafa Ali was like, Oh, I've fucking been wrestling for the past three months with a torn labor. I was like, why motherfucker? Don't <laughs> like go get that shit fixed. You know, but that's the thing is, cause yeah, you, you have that culture where it's like, if he sits there and says, yo, by the way, fucking, uh, torn tendon in my arm, I should probably take some time off. I could be like, all right, well, well, you know, you'll be back on main event in a couple weeks, which by the way, he was back on main event this week. <laughs> But yeah, uh, like they're gonna lose their spot. It's not just wrestling. There, there's this called this mentality has been this way for like a hundred years. You know what I mean? Tough it yeah. out. Like mm-hmm. football players, b- baseball players, like oh, yeah, your, your own been, locker room will rip on you if you're a pussy. Of course, but back in the seventies, you know, they couldn't miss a show because they needed the payday for all the cocaine that they were going to snort <laughs> after right. the shows. This is true. So, but. I mean, at the same time, they weren't getting paid nearly as much either, though, no. as compo- as compared to today. You know what I mean? So, technically, they they had to do what they had to do to get by. It sucks, but they made the choice, but they needed the money as well. Yep. If if I join the mafia, and you're not in the mafia. <laughs> if I join the mafia and the cops arrest me and beat the fuck out of me, right? I can't 40 years later turn around and sue the mafia and be like, well, you didn't warn me that a life of crime would lead to that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Hey, Joey, you, you hear that Sally Fingers is trying to sue us? But it's like a And like some of these people that he mentioned in the lawsuit, um, like Billy Jack Haynes, would you work seven matches? Yeah. In WWE, why don't you sue Lawler and Jeff and Jerry Jarrett? Because that's where you, you did most of your career in Memphis. So, yep. But again, like I said, I mean that's it's it's the big company they can go to. Technically, he worked there for there for two years, but yeah, two years compared to how many is he doing other promotions? Right. Uh, before that, he was in Memphis. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was in Memphis for about well, about two years, apparently. He apparently... Oh, there we go. Uh, afterwards, from from 88 to 96, he was wrestling in the Independence. That's a long fucking time to be in the Independence to try to claim then that it was the two years that you worked in between two other promotions that that, that was the reason why, yeah. That, that's the number one reason why the Supreme Court wouldn't even give it the time of day. Because they're like, how, how would you ever prove that? That yeah. just... Those two years isolated is is what caused you your problems. You can't. <laughs> Conceal, concealment and denial of medical research and evidence concerning traumatic brain injuries suffered by WWE wrestlers. I'm sorry. In 1986, there was <laughs> there was medical research and evidence showing that you could have CTE. What? When? I'm. I'm. It's okay. So. See, that's called revisionist history because yeah. that all started first with Nowitzki, and I give him all the credit in the world because he's the one that brought it to like the wrestling world's attention. Yeah. But then also we, you know, 
Junior Seau. Like these these things have all happened within the past ten years, ten, fifteen years. Yeah. So well, it looks like you mentioned Benoit the other you know earlier that that was a thing that made people start looking into stuff more. CTE was first recognized as affecting individuals who took considerable loss of the head, but was believed to be confined to boxers and no other athletes. Uh, it was wow. not not until the early 2000s when uh, Mike Webster died following unusual and unexpected behavior that they started to look more into it in 2005 was when CTE finally became like a, hey, it's affecting all sports athletes. That yeah, was... That was ago. yeah, it was, and it was fucking twenty years after this motherfucker worked for WWE. So yeah, at the time in 1986, <laughs> they're like, "Well, you're not a boxer, you're fine." <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, again, like like I said, like that those kind of Whoa, people. What's the work? What's the matter with you? You're fine. <laughs> yeah, those are the people that I, that I felt. I'm like, I was like, yeah, you're just dragging this lawsuit down, dude, because they're gonna look at you and be like, "Well, you're easy to dismiss off of this," because <laughs> problem. Yeah. 67 wrestlers were a part of this thing. And yeah. Four of them had like credible stories. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, part of it was they were piggybacking on Chris Benoit and, Tess, and Andrew Tess Martin. Like, as, right. as the two big ones of like, oh, CTE caused their deaths. And it's like, okay, then maybe their families should be part of this, <laughs> this lawsuit and not right. and not a fucking career mid-carder who's, who's, you know, obviously, yes, I'm not I'm not saying that the guy doesn't have CTE. I'm just saying that that he, they're they're just not going to be able to prove that it happened in WWE, and even if they can prove, like with you know evidence that this happened here at this date, they also are just like, yeah, it's it's part of wrestling. Like accidents are going to happen, like injuries are going to happen, and that is just what they're going to chalk it up to, and they're not going to hold WWE liable because most likely in your contract it says something in regards to you know like. Any sort of injury suffered on the job. Yeah, it's a hold harmless agreement. We see it all the time. Yeah, right. Well, that's the thing. It's like if if I you know I'm I I work um, in the office part of a manufacturing plant. If I'm walking through the manufacturing plant and I have I have all the safety equipment on and stuff like that, and I wind up fucking tripping on my own feet and slamming my head into a piece of machinery and get a concussion, I then can't sue the company. Like, they've done everything that they need to do. It's just an accident that happened, you know? Now, if I'm walking through the fucking phone and I slip on standing water that's in there, then yes, I can, because they are definitely at fault. <laughs> you know? I go to the, the first option. Yeah. yeah. So and, and Yeah, and and that's the thing. It's like, yeah, there there is a difference where some things are just going to be chalked up as accidents, or or you know, like that's like they they can't even get people that get coal miners to be able to win lawsuits against the company. And when when it's been proven that they're getting black lung from being in it, they can't they can't even do that right now because it's just an occupational hazard is what is claimed. Like you think you're going to be able to to blame CTE on on a wrestling company, but then not blame it on any of the other wrestling companies that you worked for? I was going to say, like, so many people in that in that lawsuit, they I watched them on on video like get concussions way before they ever went, appeared in the WWE. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's come on, 
If I can find it, any lawyer can find it. Um, oh yeah, King Kong Bundy, Paul Orndorff, uh, Joseph Laurinaitis, who was Road Warrior Animal. Um, those are just a few of the other ones. Again, uh, people that worked for other ones, uh, for other companies and stuff like that. Um, <clears throat> Dude, Road Warrior and- Animal, God bless that guy, but he has said on many interviews that he was never trained. Right. Like, like a decade before they showed up in WWE, they just said that they went to a gym, him and Hawk, and, and somebody saw them. and was like, hey, you got, you're big guys. And then they were in matches like a week later. They would never train. They just beat the shit out of evil. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Chavo Guerrero, Brian Clark, Ahmed Johnson, Dave Hebner, Earl Hebner, Ken Patera, Shane Douglas, Marty Janetti, all part of the lawsuit as well. <laughs> Oh, see, you have somebody like Marty Jannetty on there, and there goes your lawsuit. And and again, like I said, it's like, okay, yeah, you guys all worked for them in the eighties and nineties when you know at the time it wasn't it it wasn't considered a big deal. And you also all have worked for other companies too. Like Chavo has worked everywhere. You're really gonna be able to pinpoint like <laughs> that my long term issues were caused by just these matches and the all the rest of them were safe apparently. Like, all the time in Mexico, all the time in ECW and WCW and all that shit. Like, that was, oh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not to mention, you know, Mr. Gennetti, you claim <laughs> all these medical problems. Um, is it true that you've done cocaine and heroin for the past 30 years on yep. a regular basis? No. Uh, That's mi- uh, not Mr. true at all. Mr. Gennetti, are you also currently having sexual intercourse with your daughter? <laughs> no, I only I only thought about it. Did you see? Okay, first of all, that guy's a fucking whack job. Second of all, did you see? Did you see his most recent fucking uh, foray into it, where he he's, he talked about the he did the old joke of like like uh, you guys know about the uh, the serial number on the bottom of a condom? Nope. You never heard of, you never heard that one before? No. Oh yeah, it's it's oh oh yeah. You, you guys don't know about that because you don't have to have to open them up that far. It's just it's a big dick joke. <laughs> but, is, that, is that what he said? Yeah, Genetti? Yeah, he's a fucking idiot. <laughs> he's what? He's like sixty years old at this point. Fucking thinking um, he's still like twenty five. Yeah, apparently he's got a big dick though. <clears throat> if Jason was here, we'd play rate right that dick. Oh. Maybe next week. Maybe next week. Uh, oh my god. So if you type in Marty Jannetty, one of the first things is daughter <laughs> tweet. Oh boy, dude. That's not good. Again. So Your bad. Honor, I would like to have Mr. Jannetty removed from this lawsuit. <laughs> <laughs> it's very detrimental to our case. You know, I once gave a stripper a lap dance, and she liked it so much she paid me LOL. He's such a horrible human being. He's such a weird fucking guy. When fucking Michaels threw him through the fucking barbershop window, he, that didn't, was that. he didn't really know what he did to that man's career, did he? <laughs> his life, dude. Holy That's shit. Not just his career, his fucking life. Dude, man. that's the greatest fucking heel turn in wrestling <laughs> history. <laughs> Do that dude. He fucked him up for 35 fucking years. <laughs> oh, there's a storyline if I, if I ever heard one. Oh, my God. 
Oh, that's Marty right. Marty probably got some illegitimate kids. Have one, sign one of them and have them be like, it's your fault, Sean. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Are all girls hoes or just most? I love y'all anyway. Thank you, Marty. Yes, I'm reading directly off of his fucking Facebook oh, page, dude. <laughs> so bad. Yeah. Oh, man. I tell you. Anywho. This guy is, is something else. He's doing man. that thing again where he doesn't want to talk about this week's product. I am, yes. You caught that, huh? Yeah. I mean, I was going with it, though. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> um. Excuse me. Dude, where's my giraffe? What? What's a good name for a giraffe? Why does he keep talking about giraffes? What the fuck is going on? <laughs> is this Marty? Yeah. Giraffe? Oh my god, dude. What? What? Like, what? what a... It's just so what weird this guy fucking. Do to himself, man. Like, seriously, Sal, you should tweet that because I think that would go fucking viral. Oh, yeah. Shawn Michaels made Marty took the best heel turn in the world by ruining Marty Jannetty's life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the next time Marty uh, makes some comment that goes viral, that's when I'll. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's any day now. <laughs> True. <laughs> it's coming. He news does. It's slow today, so it might be in the news tomorrow. His story about giraffes. Yep. He, he, lo- he apparently loses his phone a lot because he keeps... I don't know how he's making posts on Facebook without his phone. I guess he must like be running over a desktop computer or he's like, going to the library and logging in. Oh, but he, he's got like a bunch of posts where he's like, dude, where's my phone? Last time I checked, Virgil had it. And it's it's so fucking weird. <laughs> like... What? Oh, man. This guy. Oh, this is creepy. Oh, what do we he's, got? Well, he's got a picture of him with is it like Tila Tequila. And it says, is it me being fat or is she just a touch on the skinny side? Sweets are hard, though. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> like, read he, that again? Is it me being fat or is she a, a touch on the skinny side? Sweetheart, though. So, in other words... Marty Janetti is claiming that Tila Tequila looks like a crackhead. <laughs> Let me say that sentence again. Marty Janetti. <laughs> I just found out I'm not gay. Loves all my gay friends, but the girls are it for me. LOL. Oh. Wait, what? Actual fucking post on his Facebook. I don't know how you find out you're not... I mean, that must mean he put a penis in his mouth, right? Oh, absolutely. And he's just like, no, nothing's <laughs> happening, so I guess I'm not gay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, dude. What <sighs> a, This poor guy, man. Dude, I'm only back two months on this shit. Like, he posts a lot. Damn, dude, he posts this shit all the time? Yeah, this dude, but just... fucking gold. Don't, don't look at his Twitter, because he, he apparently either must have, like, it's lost the password for it or something like that, or, or he just doesn't use it anymore. But, yeah, go to his Facebook. It's very easy to find. <laughs> this is his fucking name. And you'll just... I de- used to have Twitter, but, uh, can't remember my password. Yeah. 
Marty, you know you can uh, you can have that sit, um, you know, resend. They can send you a link and reset your password. Ah, it's too much work. I don't know how to do any of that. Wow. Ever wake up, stare at the ceiling, then realize you're not at home? LOL. Oh, my gosh. I'm in Boston. Don't know who the new little roomie is or where she came from, but she's got to go. I got to head to the studio. Wish me luck on these podcasts today. I'm going to need it. Bad. <sighs> bad? Bad. No, bad. He's going to need it bad. He's going to need help on the podcast. Here you go. Need a world traveler's opinion. Condoms this time for Boston or not? Equate this. Mine are the extra rugged, or uh, extra rugged, not opposed to tear easy, but they take up a lot of space in a suitcase. If they don't get used, I'll be pissed. That could have been another pair, another pair of socks. Oh my god! What the fuck, man? <laughs> this dude is wild. This is just going to be our new segment now. Is what did what did Marty post this week? <laughs> we need to do that. This is a new segment. What did Marty post? <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh my goodness! This is just a rabbit hole to fall down. Here's another one, dude. Where's my phone? Why does he lose his phone all the time? <laughs> it's probably that CTE you got from WWE. Ugh. All right. Uh, I gotta, I gotta stop because otherwise I'm gonna keep. <laughs> I'm just gonna keep finding terrible things. I was never a Marty Jannetty fan, so watching this craziness doesn't doesn't make me sad or anything like that because you know I was like I, I, it I doesn't do make it. me sad on a Marty Jannetty uh, you know fan level because mm-hmm. I don't think there's many of those out there, but it makes me sad like on a washed up '80s star level. <laughs> Like, oh man. Dude, what Dave Lee Roth's doing these dude, days. Dude, Sal, do you have 70 bucks? Dude, we <laughs> can get 70. we can get a cameo hey, from man. Marty Janetti <laughs> for 70 bucks. What? Wait, you said 7D, right? 70, yep. 7 0. Okay, because would it surprise you if it was like 7? No. <laughs> if he was just like, please, somebody, so, I'll say whatever you want. <laughs> Seventy dollars, and we can get Marty Jannetty to say whatever the fuck he wants. Oh my gosh! Okay, all right. Well, now, now you know what's going to happen, folks. I, I am on his cameo page. You know what's going to happen. You're going to hear Marty Jannetty do some cameos. <laughs> oh my god! It is that rocker MJ in the house, otherwise known as Marty Jannetty. That guy back there. Look, they made action figures of that goofball guy. I don't know what caused him to do that. But you know how we do rock and roll, strut and stroke, slam and jam, moving and grooving from Austin to Boston, Maine to Spain, and all points in between, taking care of business and having good times. And right now, uh, Mateo, I'm hearing some stories in the streets that you're going through a little something. Um, and I understand that times are hard right now, you know, with the COVID thing and, you know, mismanagement with companies. Um, sometimes you got to do what you got to do, you know. Uh, Sean and I, you know, as the Rockers, <clears throat> there was a point where we was with AWA. They used to be pretty good. Um, you know, it was just them and, and WWF at the time. Um, you know, and it came to a point where WWF, everybody was jumping off the AWA ship because it was like 
WWF is uh, setting out to the sea and, and the AWA is starting to sink into the water, getting to the dock. What the fuck so is you going have on? To ship, you have to do what you can do. And, um, you know, you always got to remember one thing. Um, actually, a couple of things. One thing is talent can't be stopped. When you got it, you got it. You'll be all right. And then again, what my cat told me this, and I called him the wolf, the wisdom cat. Um, and I found this to be true. Me being an athlete my whole life, um, playing many sports and excelling in a lot of them, especially wrestling, um, this is something you can count on. Trust it. The harder you work, the luckier you get. I mean, you hear all the things about, you know, when the tough, you know, the going gets tough, tough get going and all that. But what I've found to be true is the harder you work, the luckier you get. And it's so true. Just remember that, brother. Now, let me think of something funny to tell you. That it was a funny story. Al Snow, one of, one of my tag team. Holy shit, how long is this? <laughs> this is right, worth $70. How, how fucking long is this video? Like, cameras are supposed to be like 20 seconds. Dude. Oh. All right. I, I, always I, thought, I always thought Jake Roberts was the wrestler, like Mickey Rourke's the wrestler in real life. <laughs> nope. Congratulations, Marty Gennetti. You have surpassed Jake Roberts. I, look, I I, I I fully support you going on Cameo and searching for some of the WWE wrestlers and, and some of the AW and see some of the videos that they posted on there because, like, we talked about this before, like, funny cameras and stuff like that. If you want to go ahead and listen to whatever the fuck that was, <laughs> there's, like, four more of them on there that you could listen to. Feel free, cameo.com slash Marty Janetti. <laughs> but. Oh, my God. Oh, God. I couldn't do I, again, I thought that was going to be 20 seconds, and it turned into, like, two minutes of him just fucking talking. And then once we get into, like, Shane McMahon stories, it's like, no, no, I'm I'm good, dog. Like. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the kind of shit that happens when you're live. No, yeah. that's the kind of shit that happens when you're lonely. <laughs> Gosh. Uh, Yes. Yeah. Poor you, fucking Marty Janetti. Like no, nobody is talking to that guy, and he's got so much he just needs mm-hmm. to fucking talk to people. And then the other thing is, do you know how long it's been since Shawn Michaels has probably mentioned that guy's name? Well, and he's like, well, when me and Shawn were on the road back in AWA, you know, back when we were young. Yeah. Uh, Twenty six years ago is when he got super kicked through the through the window. I was going to say, but when he, what he's talking about is 36 years ago. He's talking about longer than that, yep. <laughs> he's talking about way longer than that, yeah. Yeah. I wonder if Sean Michaels even knows he's still alive. Look <laughs> at that, like, just, like, creeps up on him, like, it's like, so, man, did you see what uh, Marty posted? Marty who? <laughs> Marty Jenny. <laughs> <Marty, laughs> he's, he's still alive? <laughs> Anyways. Uh, well, let's do this. It's time for everyone's favorite segment. The good. The bad. What the fuck? I had to put together a table on my fucking hand. It's just sore. Anyways, it's the good, the bad, the what the fuck. From uh, SmackDown of last week and and Raw from Monday, and we start off with, well, the better show SmackDown, 
with our good. Sal, what is your good? My good, I actually didn't see it coming, was Roman's challenge at the end of SmackDown, because he's been asked all night, is he going to accept Cesaro's challenge? And we get to the end of SmackDown, and he challenges Daniel Bryan. Mm -hmm. Um, And then he kind of fucking adds this twist, and he's like, but if you don't win, I never want to fucking see you again. And I'm like, shit. I wasn't, I didn't see that one coming. (laughs) Yeah. So one of the things we, we learned was that Daniel Bryan's contract is actually up pretty soon. Yep. And... So this might be a way to potentially write him off uh, or out of the company if he does decide that he wants to uh, go on the independence for a little bit, which is something he has talked about. Or it's just a way to either move him to Raw or potentially have him work a little bit on NXT, you know, because it's another thing that he's talked about wanting to do, which I would be 100% for. You throw fucking Dana Bryan over on Tuesdays, like, first of all, that will pop your ratings. You know, because Daniel does have that sway. But uh, but second, like, it would be a lot of fun. I think a lot of the guys down there would benefit from him. Um, okay. Go ahead. Real quick. Uh, two opponents for Daniel Bryan and NXT. Go. Sal. Adam Cole. Okay. And hey, Master Champa. Okay. Troy? Uh, Cole, for obvious reasons. Um, but I would say Johnny for the other one. Okay. All right. But there's uh, so many, dude. <laughs> uh, I'm going Pete Dunn. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. There you go. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's the thing, man. Like, there's so many people <laughs> down there that you're like, dude, fucking silent. If you were like, oh, uh, Daniel Bryan's going to go to NXT. And for no reason whatsoever, he's going to go... Uh, against Austin Theory. I'd be like, you know what? I'm down for that. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Not, not even a big Austin Theory fan, but I'd be down for that. Like, if they're like, he's going to go out on there and he's going to work. If he worked with fucking Cameron Grimes, I'd be like, fucking sign me up, dude. Like, millionaire top hat douchebag and fucking Dana Bryan, yes, sign me up. That, that's the thing. Is like, this is the one thing um, that they've done after WrestleMania where it's like, oh, I'm interested to see what happens mm-hmm. next. Uh, it's I, because it's Daniel Bryan. Is he going to go to Raw? Is he going to go to NXT? Mm-hmm. Or is he going to leave the company? Like, right. in real life. Like, yeah. Uh, I I will say, my apologies, that's Cameron. <laughs> Grimes. Uh, <laughs> uh, I also had the Roman Bryan Cesaro segment. Um, but, uh, Ginger, what did you have? Uh, I had Kevin Owens versus Apollo Crews. Oh, yeah. The match was fantastic. Uh, my ribs hurt for Apollo Crews from that senton oh. that Owens demolished him. Um, and Sammy dancing over a downed Kevin Owens was fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. That was the fucking best thing ever. <laughs> I had to. Wa- I watched that like four times. I was like, "This is fucking great." It's gonna be a great gift one day. Um, uh, actually, Owens and and Zane, no, Owens and Apollo. Forgive me. Was mm-hmm. my um, good right until the the main event segment happened. because no. it was it was a great match. Um, 
if I had to just one tiny thing, I didn't mind the direction it went afterwards with, you know, Colonel Mustafa getting involved and then, um, uh, Colonel Mustafa. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're you're younger than than me, so you don't remember Colonel Mustafa. It's okay. Um, and then you know Owen Stunner and Apollo. But the only thing, the only tiny criticism is I never have been the the Samoan Spike type of guy. Like, yeah, I hate that move. It's just so dumb. I'm gonna shove my thumb in your throat. Ha ha ha. No, <laughs> I never well, liked it. Yeah, but I I do like the uh, um the new name for it. it's the nigerian nail right yes yes but still uh just that move no yeah i get it yeah. I, I get it's it like, I do. it's almost like a cobra for me yeah like with santino but obviously oh, for sure, that yeah. was for comedy but this was i mean it's like the fucking same thing and it's it's like so he's he's like fucking uh he's like bullseye like he he always hits the artery every time like there's never oh, there's never to what's that Bullseye. Bullseye, yeah. He won the carnival game. What? <laughs> That's what he gets. That's what oh, he wins. I, I was going comic books. You were going like actual bullseyes. Uh, oh, actual bullseyes, yeah. I mean, it works. Yeah. Oh. Um, yeah. So apparently he just, yeah he he always hits that nerve or that vein and and always knocks him out. Yeah, it's dumb. I get it. He's a big fucking dude. He should have a, a bigger fucking powerful thing than just I'm gonna poke you with my thumb. <laughs> Um, I'm going to wait until we're done with SmackDown to say what my honorable mention is, because I feel like it might be in somebody else's bad or what the fuck. Um, so I'm going to wait off on that. Um, did anyone else have any goods to talk about? Uh, Sal? Mm. I like what they're doing with Cesaro. And and I'm fine with them waiting to do a program if they if they do with him and Roman. Um, the one other thing is I really liked how Roman and Seth were in the same shot and neither of them talked to each other. <laughs> he ignored so, like, him, which Seth, was great. Seth tried to, yeah, like, kinda every now and then, but Roman was like, I don't even know who you are. Get away from me. <laughs> There, there's a that fantastic gif of Seth on the fucking entry ramp, like holding out his hands, and everyone's just not fucking paying attention to whatsoever. Like it's great, yeah, yeah. Um, all right, uh, well, um, oh, yeah, uh, Black is on our television, but. Doing the same Still? fucking thing, just reading a fucking story. Okay, so that that was going to be my my good honorable mention was oh. not 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 the Alistair Black segment as a whole, but I really liked the the artwork that they did. Yeah. I like I like that visual storytelling aspect. Once that was gone, though, I was just like, oh, it's just him talking to us again. But <laughs> and. It's again where I I don't know that I have ever finished an Alistair Black promo and understood what he was saying. I'm I, I, like I, rambling rabbit. I always feel lost at the end of. I'm just like I was like, what was your point of this? What what were you talking about? <laughs> like, what the fuck is 
you're like about? talking about monsters and then like you're but you're the monster like i don't know it's it's weird <laughs> like I, um, I mean i'm glad they're using them again but yeah yeah that is the positive side uh if you want to know where they got Alistair Black's look from? Go look up pictures of the villain from Far Cry Five. <laughs> yes, very much so. Nice Spitting call on that one, Ginger. Image, nice call. Dude. Like, where did the fucking glasses come from, dude? You weren't wearing those before. <laughs> he was reading, you see, and it was a big evil book, so you need to put on your big boy glasses. I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, I gotta be honest with you guys. This was in my what the fuck. Because Alistair Black is a very talented worker. I'm glad he's back on TV. Um, but for some reason, there's some type of, of writer's block with his character where all he can do is talk to us in a dark room. And although I will, I am with Troy that the illustrations were really nice mm-hmm. this time around. But But still, you know. I understand he's talking about his dark father. First of all, we already have one of those characters on Raw. We actually have two of them now. <laughs> so I don't know how many more we need of those, but um, I definitely don't want to see any black oil come out of his mouth. Just saying. I, I Father and all. I wonder if that is part of the issue with them, is the fact that they're like, you know, you're sort of Undertaker light. And like we had that guy for thirty years, like we don't need another one. And we've already got the fiend, who's sort of like our new Kane. I don't know that we need to do a new Undertaker. Like we tried that, like with with original Bray, like he was supposed to be the new Undertaker, and now he's sort of the new Kane. And it's like I don't think we need uh, a new Undertaker. Literally, by the way, because they called him the new phase of fear. Yes, when he was going into his feud with the Undertaker. <laughs> right, exactly. So yeah, so I, I wonder if that's part of it too, where they're just like they they're trying not to like draw too many comparisons between him and Taker for a lot of like the promo work and stuff like that. But yeah, the guy is too good for them not to do something with them. Now that okay. that hasn't stopped them in the past from, from wasting guys, but yeah. So instead of these vignettes, like before, it used to be like I want someone to pick a fight, a fight with me. Like instead of doing that, right? And I understand you want to do some character development, but go old school and go go simple. Have him fucking beat the shit out of someone. I'm not even talking about a squash match. I'm saying, like, he just fucking shows up and just leaves him laying and puts him on a stretcher. You know what I mean? Like, show me that he's a dangerous, sadistic man. Don't tell me these ghost stories for 15 minutes during SmackDown. You, you already lost my attention. I'm yep. sorry. Because it's the same thing with him. I feel you. All right. That takes us to our bad. Ginger. My bad this evening is... This is quite a common thing. Uh, Reginald being back and Naya versus Tamina. Oh, what do you know? My bad is Tamina won a match. (laughs) (laughs) What Um, the fuck? (laughs) <laughs> this almost made my what the fuck, but can we stop like just having Nia Jax fall like she's a toddler? It's just it's not funny anymore. <laughs> uh, I don't know, like she's I again I feel sorry for Shayna Baszler because Shayna's so good and so talented and like she just has this gigantic fucking uh, anchor 
around her fucking weight, leg right now. Like, they need to have her beat the ever-loving piss out of Naya and, and lose the titles, and then she can go and fucking go against Rhea Ripley. Because this, or not Rhea Ripley, uh, Bianca, I think. Was she, is she on SmackDown? I don't even fucking know what show they're on anymore, because they're on both of them. No, they're, they're on Raw. They're on I Raw, said, yeah. You make me come over here to this show. There you go, that's right, yeah. So, so, have her go against Rhea. That'd be a fun feud. Get fucking Nia Jax out of this company. Um... Or if you're if you're not gonna go that far, at least get her away from fucking Shayna. Bring me back the the fucking Queen of Spades. But Ginger, go ahead. <laughs> no, just that was it. Just everything about that entire scenario is the shits. Mm-hmm. So I I just think it's fucking dumb. And I don't want it on my TV anymore. I don't want Tamina on my TV anymore. I don't want uh, old pussy farts on my TV anymore. They're not good. They're boring. They do not make you any kind of money whatsoever. So that's my point. That that that's my opinion. Yep. Sell. Um, my bad is is inclusive of the Tamina and Naya thing, um, but it's it's on a broader spectrum than that. Why are we booking backwards to get back to where we started before Mania? Like, I don't I don't quite understand. Everything is a re is a is a rerun right now. Like we got Reginald back. And he's with Naya, and they're fighting Tamina and Natalia, and we just saw this at WrestleMania, but it's still here, and it won't go away. And then we're doing the same thing with the Street Profits and fucking Dolph Ziggler and Rick and Robert Roode, and that yeah, won't go. It's away. called him Rick Roode. <laughs> Robert Roode. Oh, you, you want to know why? Because why? it's it's WrestleMania backlash. That's right. Everything you know, old is new again. Backlash. They've always done backlash after WrestleMania, and they found ways to keep the feuds fresh. They would take it in like a different direction or something. Have they? This is just, <laughs> we'll just do the same thing over that we just did a month ago. Yeah. Fuck man. And it's like I said, it's not just Naya and Tamina. That's the most egregious one because I'm so this is getting to the levels of we were with um Ray and Ray Mysterio and Seth. Where now it's like months straight that these these people have been fighting each other. And they're the worst people to, on the fucking roster. So, more on that a little bit later on. <laughs> that specific aspect. Oh my god, it's 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 okay. horrid. Yeah. Oh, that sounded fucking disgusting. <laughs> Sorry. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. <clears throat> I think that takes us to our what the fuck center, right? Well, did you do uh, your bad? My oh, bad. Yeah, your bad was the same. Was Tamina winning? Yeah. Yeah. Circle jerk session is over. Yep. So my what the fuck is Biggie is a heel now because oh, he he came up to Kevin Owens and was a complete dick to him and said like you're jumping the line. This is my title shot and all that stuff. And they kind of had a face off. And then he jumped the bad guy in the back. Which is a very, not a very face thing to do to attack someone in the fucking back. Seemed like they were planting some seeds for Biggie as a heel. But, Makes sense. 
Maybe I'm maybe he can't be a heel. He's still he's still feuding with Apollo. <laughs> well, and then he's a heel. And is it's like, is he feuding with Apollo, or is Kevin Owens going to take the title and he's going to feud with with Biggie? If we get to the point where we actually have the audacity to team up Apollo with Biggie, I'm going to be pretty pissed off mm-hmm. because you don't just like forget what you just did for the past three months. And then like, oh, no, they're both bad guys, so they're friends now. <laughs> I don't know. Biggie did not come off as like the Uber face he normally does, at least to me. Well, he was coming up with a little bit of aggression, yeah. but he wants his title back and yeah. he wants to take it off of Cruz. Right. So I, I understand why they did it. it. It was a little heelish, but he's just a pissed off baby face right now because sure. he lost his title on the grandest stage of them all. Mm. So, like I said, I to me, like, why why verbally attack Kevin Owens? Like, I understand Kevin Owens is getting shot, but it's like Kevin Owens isn't jumping the line, though. Like, only only one of the two of you won at WrestleMania, and it wasn't you. <laughs> so you go to the you go to the back of the line when you lose that title. Yeah, he's sitting there like talking about this is my match, this is my title, and Owens was right. Like, dude, you lost. Yeah. <laughs> like you lost i won my match i'm getting rewarded for yep. it now speaking of wrestlemania rewind but are we going right back to sammy and Ko again well you know they fight forever then oh, again the- sammy on commentary did say that's actually my title yeah it's true oh yeah, yeah it's leading up to, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a four-way i'm all right with that i, th- I, I think it could, could be a hell of a match Absolutely. Depends on what kind That's of four-way, though. Yeah. Depends on what kind of four-way. If it's like a four-way ladder match with those four guys, then yes, I'm fucking sold on that. If it's like right. a, if it's just a fucking regular old fatal four-way match, then no, that's not as much fun. Um, if it's like a dildo on a pole match, I'm down for that. Oh. <laughs> that escalated. Yeah, they're just gonna they're just gonna put Chris Jericho up on a pole, and then whoever gets him down gets to use him. Sal. Uh, my what the fuck was story time with Aleister Black, so... Ginger. We already talked about that. Okay, so I didn't mind the stuff that, that happened throughout this whole portion, but Cesaro, Brian, Uso, and Reigns had to take up half, if not more, than the entire SmackDown show. They took a lot of fucking time up on this show. I did not like that. I, I get that this is the main story of your show, but when it's literally on television for 45 minutes, roughly, through the entire show, that's kind of a problem in my eyes. I don't I don't like that shit. Like, they could have easily done the tag match, and then at the end of the show, like, for the main event match, and then have Reigns come out after and deal with it. But... No, they had to fucking do the 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 first tag match that lasted two commercial breaks. Yep. Yes. Plus, you had Daniel Bryan out back, you had Cesaro out back, and then to end the show, you had Reigns. Yep. It's a lot of fucking time for this. So that's the thing. Like, we we've said this for so many things with WWE right now. When they find something that works, instead of being smart with how they use it. They beat it into the ground. So those three people, right? 
or even even Uso, like Reigns, Bryant, Cesaro, like that's fine. Like I get it, that's a thing right now, and that's like the story you're telling. But you're right, Ginger. They took up the first fifty minutes of the entire program, and then they were splattered in throughout the program, and then they ended the night. And it's a two-hour show. Exactly. Really wasn't much time for anything else. I, I just, I, there was the, there was what, the tag team match and the Kevin Owens match, and that was it. That's all you had for shit on this episode. Which tag team match? The Mysterios? Yes. Yes, okay, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, and you got um the women's match. <laughs> oh, yeah, that thing. That that was. <laughs> we didn't even talk about the fact that speaking of going backwards, apparently we're going back to Bianca and Bailey. I'm yeah. okay with that. I'm fine with that, except for like, <laughs> I don't know. It was it was weird that like Bailey does this whole speech and she's like, "It's really gonna be an honor to face you." Meanwhile, Bianca was on the phone and heard everything that Bailey said. And then Bailey just starts laughing at her, and I'm like, "That's the best you can come up with." <laughs> yeah, it was just kind of yeah. It's week one of the, of a, a rehash storyline, so I'm willing to see how it plays out. And, and Bailey's very good on the mic, so we'll see. Yes. All right. Any uh, Ginger? Did you hear what the fuck? Yeah, that was with the, the how long that took. How long how it was? Did you okay. Feel yeah. About the length of everything, Troy. Yeah, 20 minutes for for an opening match is way too long for a two-hour show, uh, especially one that like doesn't have really any stakes to it, um, not even United States. Um, <clears throat> and, yeah, the main event is the the talking segment, but the main event match turns into the Mysterios versus Otis and Gable, and so yep. that was... It was, it was just, yeah, it was kind of odd, and yeah... I don't know if they like, scrapped random <laughs> shit before the show or whatnot, but man, it was it yeah. was a lot of fucking a lot of fucking going on on SmackDown. Yeah, there there was some pacing issues on it. Um, well, I don't know where Sal went, but uh, hopefully he's still here. I'm here. All right. Uh, so that would take us over to everyone's favorite show, that is Monday Night Raw. <laughs> So, for for me, the the good this week was the fact that the women's division actually got a bit of time to shine. They were a, a pretty sizable portion portion of the show, considering that last week they weren't. They had what maybe like five minutes last week, and then this week they had like forty six minutes. <clears throat> so now you can get into all the other issues that were included in those women's segments, but <laughs> the fact that they actually were given and the fact that the, the two matches that we got were, uh, were one using finishing moves, not roll-ups. They were, you know, they were not DQ finishes or any of that. They were actual finishes to the matches like that. To me, I was like, okay, that is what I want to see. Now, if we can get the storylines worked out, that'd be great. But at least in terms of the in-ring stuff, like, I don't want to see fucking, oh, here's, you know, Dana Brooke winning with a roll-up or, or well, it was Mandy Rose. But, you know, like, too often that happens in women's matches. And it's like, 
Why why are they winning fucking by roll ups? Stop. They're not they're not the divas anymore. Like they have finishing moves. And it's not all fucking X Factors. Yeah. If they can't work, oh use the X Factor. Yep. Fantastic move. Uh, um, not <laughs> my good actually has to do with the women as well. Okay. Um they didn't make the women's tag team and Raw Women's Champion job in the main event of their show. I was very surprised by that, and I liked it. Mm-hmm. You made your champions strong for the first time in a fucking long time. So that was the only good of Raw this week. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, okay. I, I will stick with the women th- theme. Um although mine was in a slightly different direction. I'm intrigued by Sonya Deville's presence on Raw and her position going forward. Mm-hmm. Because it seems like she was she was kind of, um, I don't want to say doing things behind Adam Pierce's back, but almost like ignoring his role and just like doing what she wanted. You know what I mean? So... <sighs> Yeah, that's why I didn't I didn't have a problem with Charlotte only being suspended one week because like well they sort of had it where it's like she probably was going to be suspended, but Sony Deville, who is, by the way, the heel authority figure, like kind of reinstated her without talking to anyone else. So I thought that that actually made it make sense that that's yeah. uh, that's why she was uh, and, and she snuck her in the back door. It's not like she brought yes. him back in the front and was like, by the way, you're reinstated, you're fine. Like, no, no, no. she stuck her in the back. Like, yeah. Uh, people were kind of, I saw online a lot of people were just like, whoa, why? The, she didn't even miss a fucking show. It's like, yeah, she didn't miss a show because Sonya Deville. Like, yeah, and I, exactly. And I, and I actually liked that they took a second to develop that story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. That was, that was probably for the good, huh? <laughs> <laughs> that's it that's a lot it. of good stuff involving the women though that we haven't seen for a while like you said longer presence on screen mm-hmm. actual finishes yep. champions won yep. and uh Sonya's intriguing they didn't have Rhea Ripley immediately job out I'm I'm sorry but if she lost that six man it, I would have been kind of pissed I mean Honey, you you would have been should be you should have been champion yep. win when you should be when the champion loses. Mm-hmm. Your champion should not lose matches. Not to mention... Right, and that's the thing. I didn't think that those those three were going to lose. Not to mention, your champion, who's only been on the main roster for a month, shouldn't be yeah. losing either. Like, yeah. yeah. They need this time for people to get behind Rhea. Mm-hmm. I mean, I like to get behind Rhea, but that's me. Who wouldn't? Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, the, the woman has had uh, three matches on Monday Night Raw. Like yeah, she should not be losing. She she lost her first one, by the way. That was a tag match with uh, with Oscar as her partner. So yeah, I like didn't even realize that. Yep. You're right. Yeah, don't. Yeah, you cannot have her fucking losing after you know winning the fucking title at WrestleMania and then having a no contest next week. But she continues to have fucking over eleven minute matches, which is great. Yep. All right. So. In the past, we're we're moving on to bad, by the way. In the past (laughs) two weeks, the two, I guess, remaining members of Retropoption have had four matches. 
Take a wild guess how many of those matches have ended cleanly. One. No, zero! <laughs> Three DQs and a fucking countout. Why do they make these two guys look like fucking dopes? They literally... They lose the first match by DQ, they win the second match by DQ, they lose the first match by DQ, they win a second match by countout. This is a stupid fucking storyline. And two matches in two weeks? Like, come on, dude. Do we need to see them fucking four times in two weeks? And to, to just have fucking dusty finishes on it? It's stupid. And this is not the way you're... First of all, give them their fucking names back. That's the first thing. You took their masks off, give them their fucking names back. Second of all, like... This is not the way to get them over, is to just continue to have them fucking do dumb shit like this This with the two. With that's not how any of this works. That's, that's not how you do this. I mean, the, the one good thing is, they're getting TV time, they're the younger people. Yeah. That's how, that's the only positive thing. And it's like Dijakovic being in a program with McIntyre. Mm-hmm. If they got one-on-one, I think that match would be fucking fantastic. It would be. If he was Dominic Dijakovic, though. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and not if he's fucking T-Bar, which doesn't make any sense anymore, considering they don't have the fucking gimmicks anymore. Fucking name, please. But here's the thing. Like, Ginger, are you familiar with the term TV program? Yeah. So, like, when when someone is a big stars TV program. Oh, please, please keep mansplaining a TV program. This is great. (laughs) No, no, no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You know, they're just going to be there for a couple weeks until we get to the main story for the pay-per-view. All right. Yeah. So I love the the fact that I see Dijak on raw. I, I appreciate that they took the mask off, but Troy, when you said, you know, this isn't going to get, either of those guys over it. They don't give a shit. It's not about them. It's about Drew and Braun right now. They're just background filler. You do realize that, right? Yeah, I get that, but like, you know, Ginger's saying, well, the the young guys are on TV. Yeah, the young guys are on TV, but they're being made to look like dorks. And that's kind of the issue. they're not losing. Yes, they are. They lost two of those four matches. <laughs> yeah, but their their shoulders haven't been pinned to the mat, or that. Uh, well, they, they lost a tapped out. They lost a hell of a lot before that. <laughs> yeah. I I don't know, man. Like, yeah, just fucking. Oh, I hear you. I'm just happy they're on TV. That's the only thing. But like uh, you said, give them their fucking names back. Yeah. Because I want Dio Madden versus Brock Lesnar. <laughs> it's, it's not going to happen, but yeah, that'd be. <laughs> I just, I just want, even if you're going to give him a different name than Dominic Dijakovic, at, at least give him a different name than T Bar. Dijakovic, that's all you need. Yeah. And like, he's going to be, he's. <laughs> Mace is not a bad they're, name. They're not reversing course on that. That's their characters right now. It's, it's T-Bar and, and Mace. I don't like it, but the fact that they came out with the makeup sans mask this week, I'm like, oh, that's what they're doing. Yeah. They're still, they're still going to be that. They just don't have masks anymore. Yeah. And then, and then we had to pretend that we didn't know. Like, you literally have <laughs> motherfucker on commentary not reacting to the fact that the guy he used to do commentary with is now in the ring. 
and like acting like this is a new person. It's just like, <clears throat> Corey, you fucking worked with the you sat next to the guy. <laughs> it's like, what are you doing, dude? Oh, not Corey Byron. Sorry, Byron was the Byron, one from Raw. Yes. Yeah, because it was Dio By- Byron and um, Vic. Yep. And it's like, dude, you know this guy. <laughs> Why are you acting like, oh, oh, oh my God, like Mace, he lost his mask. It's like, you're not going to mention the fact that, hey, by the way, that's Dio Madden? <laughs> or even like, oh, I guess uh, not making any reference at all to it. Like, I get I get what I get with Dijakovic because like he was down in NXT. And so you, you, you don't really oh, have yeah, match of the years with fucking uh, Keith Lee. But yeah, for sure. Nobody knows who he is. But but <laughs> but not the the main the the main raw watchers don't know who he is because they they haven't seen it before but they have seen oh. Dio Madden he was the commentator for fucking months and I don't know what you're talking about too, pal this is Mace yes you know and, and another thing is too this is this by the end of this my guess would be them two getting sent sent off for like a month or two and then coming back as new gimmicks probably, probably so yeah. I kind of understand why they don't want to kind of tarnish their gimmicks that they're going to run with in the long run. So, I mean, there, there's so many, there's there's a lot of downs here. There's select few ups, but there's a lot of downs for this. Yeah. Uh, so we'll get, we'll, we'll get there. So far we haven't seen uh slap nuts or uh reckoning, but they were obviously moved over to SmackDown and we haven't seen them and what they're doing yet. So, We'll see. Um, all right. Um, so that would take us to well, I didn't do my Sal. Mm-hmm. Um, I hate to make this a combo bad, but it's not just Braun. It's also <laughs> it's also Drew, and I I I I love Drew. There's there's a spot in my heart for him because of what he went through to come back and make it in this company after he got released. But we oversaturated the shit out of Drew and we continue to do so even more. And now we have him with Braun. Oh man, I don't give a shit about Drew and Braun. I really fucking don't. And this is going to turn into some type of triple threat with Lashley what Braun at this point ruins everything. <laughs> Every fucking storyline Braun's in, he just ruins. And going all the way back to when he was fighting Roman in a garbage truck. Like I just can't. I can't with this fucking I'm the monster among men. And like I said, Drew's oversaturated at this point. He feels like Seth did a couple of years ago, right after he won the Universal title. There's a need for top guys, and they don't have them right now. No, and I'm sick of the combination of what they do have. And I, this this is my bad. This is a part of my bad. Braun being added to the title match. Talk about really fucking, fucking something up, per usual, for Raw. Oh, did they make that official? Is it a triple? Oh, play? yeah, because Braun beat Drew on Raw. Yes, that's right, at the end. Okay. Uh, and I forgot that was the step. The only thing they're fucking putting tra- Braun on there to do is the choo-choo train. Choo-choo, motherfucker, choo-choo. And then for him to take the pen. That's all Braun's being added for. 
Well, you know, at least uh, at least we did get <laughs> fucking Adnan or whatever his fucking name is thinking that boats go on tracks. So there's that. Dude, get that guy off of your team. We're going to need a bigger boat. The fuck are you talking about, dude? <laughs> <laughs> like uh, like but, you said, he's cursed like uh, Adam Lee. Yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, Mia Yim is back to being the head bitch in charge of Mia Yim on Twitter. So that's nice. a that's a good step in the right direction for uh, the re- for her return. Um, what was I gonna fucking say about um? Uh, what were you gonna say? Hold on, fuck, Ginger. What did you just say right before you said the thing about Mia Yim? I don't remember. This is what happens when you smoke pot. <laughs> No, you said what something. Happens? I was you. You said something. I was gonna make a fucking comment on it, but I don't remember what it was. Nope. No idea. Um, oh yeah, the whole Drew and, and Lashley thing and, and yes. uh, Ron. This is you know this is gonna go until like fucking the summer, right? Like they're just gonna keep with the same fucking shit all and the way Drew, through. The and summer. then Drew, Drew, Drew is, is getting that title back at SummerSlam. Sure, I don't care. We're gonna drag this out until SummerSlam, dude. It's oh, April yeah, dude. We're gonna do another four months of this exact same program. <laughs> yes, sir. Mind you, let's pretend that we let's pretend that um, Lashley and Braun haven't already had a feud in the past about oh I don't know two or three times since since Bobby Lashley's they been need, back in the company. They need top guys. That's their problem. Oh man, it's fucking WrestleMania rewind. They got nothing else. WrestleMania backlash. Yeah, but top guys, like, okay, I was excited earlier. I said I, I'd like to see what happens with Daniel Bryan. You know what? Don't put him on Raw. I don't want him injected into this shit. Put him on fucking NXT. I'd rather I'd rather see good <laughs> matches. Yeah. Well, I want fucking Daniel Bryan here. Like, why? So we can do the exact same thing we just did on SmackDown? Ugh. <sighs> All right. Are we moving on to the what the fuck? Yes. Ginger, take it away. (laughs) So, mine is, it's a little bit of a rant here, so please just bear with me. Why can't Raw be good? Like... Did, did, did they just rely on the name of Monday Night Raw for this shit? Like, this is ridiculous. We have this completely stupid thing with Charlotte last week. We got up to her apologizing to a ref, which then is going to start a feud with Sonya and Pierce. You have maybe one halfway decent match a week, if we're lucky. It's repetitive to the point where one of our own hosts on this network, Adam, was four months behind and jumped forward for WrestleMania and didn't miss a damn thing that was important besides Bobby Lashley winning the championship. Uh, They need to figure something out or people are just going to be dropping like flies off of watching this shit uh, to the point where the board is going to look at Vince and be like, hey, what the fuck is going on? Um, and to end it all, where the fuck are the new Raw Tag Team Champions? You have not seen them since WrestleMania. Nope. Nobody knows. What, what the fuck is going on? This is the shits. 
Hey, uh, Ginger. Nah. Yeah, what's up? What is the WWE A show? A show? Yes. Right now, it's SmackDown. Yes. There, there, there's your answer. Or, but still, you can't make Rob this fucking bad. They, this fucking is bad. Be, and, and by the way, SmackDown's not good enough to cut to to carry it. No, 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 no. no. You can't hang your banner on SmackDown because it's like. 15 minutes good of the two-hour show. Well, yeah, but when when the new deals went into effect, like, SmackDown became their A-show. And that's why they, they loaded up the talent. Was, yeah. I do agree with that. Yeah, And back when Raw was the A-show, SmackDown kind of sucked often. <laughs> it, it wasn't until, like, towards, towards the end of that run that SmackDown started to kind of find its own groove, and then they, you know, had to re- reset everything because they jumped a bunch of their people over there of the big name guys. Now it's really good, but yeah, like Raw is well, the problem is is that Raw is their B show and it's three hours. And they're just like, we're all they're they're already like kind of thinking like this is gonna be shitty. And then now they have to also fill an extra hour. <laughs> so it's just, You know, it's... Troy brings up a good point. I didn't even fucking think about that. Um we as old school fans always assume and, and associate Raw with the A show, but but Troy's right. Ever since they went to Fox SmackDown, that is, um, they're the A show. And for as many years as SmackDown sucked, because trust me, for a lot of years SmackDown fucking sucked. Mm-hmm. And, um, dude, that's where we're at now with Raw. Yep. Fuck. <laughs> of course, honestly... it's more egregious because, like you said, it's three hours. Mm-hmm. Smack so SmackDown was never to the point where you constantly got dog shit for months and months. And uh, months. SmackDown was the review no. show. SmackDown was a show that that had a couple of matches and a bunch of raw recaps on it back back in the day when it was like pre-taped and shit like that. True, but right. yes, after Why? the yeah after the brand split. When they're actually like, we're gonna try on SmackDown. Yes, it, it definitely was like SmackDown was like the let's throw a bunch of shit out there and see what sticks. Wait, and, wait, 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 wait. Yeah, Troy, because you you were you were podcasting on this network when this was happening. Mm-hmm. Do you remember when they unified the World Heavyweight Title and the WWE Championship? Right? Yes. Yep. So we all saw it coming because. For two straight years on SmackDown, it was garbage. Yeah. Yeah. And they didn't give a shit about the brand split. Like, I'm talking about, like, 2014 and 2015. Like, everything was always about Raw. Raw was, like, the big deal. And, like, you know, fucking Sheamus would win the world title on SmackDown or something like that. Or Jack Swagger. Like, nobody gave a fuck about SmackDown. And so so that when they ended the... The brand split when they combine the titles, everyone's like, "Well, yeah, you guys haven't cared about SmackDown in three years, so yeah, this isn't surprising." <sighs> yeah, once um, once the World Heavyweight Championship went over to SmackDown, it was Jeff Hardy, CM Punk, Undertaker, Jericho, Jack Swagger, Rey Mysterio, Kane, Edge, Ziggler, Edge, Christian, Orton, Christian, Orton. Uh, Mark Henry, Big Show, Dana Bryan, Sheamus, Big Show, Alberto Dario, Dolph Ziggler, Alberto Dario, John Cena, Randy Orton, and then they unified it. So that tells you right there that, like, yeah, 
that that belt didn't mean shit to them at that point. You're right. When you start getting to Del Rio and Big Show back to back. Well, once you have Jack Swagger as your champion for 82 days, then you're pretty much like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we we know but what this is. The fucked thing is they they combined the titles, and then two years later they were like. We're splitting up the rosters again. Well, that was because they combined the titles because they didn't have the brand split anymore. And then, then they would then when they did the brand split again, and then they're like, "Oh yeah, by the way, we're gonna because that those last couple of couple of years over on SmackDown, like that, the World Heavyweight Championship was on both shows, you know, right? Um, but yeah, it was back when they did the brand split again. It made sense to make the Universal Championship, even though at the time. See, and we said it back then, too, where we're like, it's a dorky name, but eventually it'll just be normal for us. It is now. Like, we just oh, yeah. talk about the Universal Championship, and it's no big deal. But, yeah, at the time, like, it was... I remember the Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon doing the Galactic Championship or whatever like that, because they were making, <laughs> making jokes about it. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. But the thing is, like, you ended the brand split, you combined the titles. That didn't last. No. They went right back to the brand split within, what, two years? That's because they finally got a good deal for SmackDown. Was yeah, it that? That's true. Yeah, because because at the time it was just like they they knew they were in the death fucking spot spot and stuff like that. So when they went back live and it was on Tuesdays was when it came back live. Yep. Then it was Recently, yeah. yeah. Then it was like oh well we got to actually fucking do something with the show. So it again it made sense it made perfect sense at the time. But yeah, right now Raw is that is that show now where. They just will throw a bunch of shit out there, and and if if it works, it works. If not, well, we'll just try something else the next week. Nothing is working. That's the problem. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> it's so it's it's just, honestly I despise turning my television on to watch Raw. I hear you. <clears throat> oh, I bet you didn't think that though when you turned on your television and you saw Ms. Morrison, Elias. And fucking what's his fuck, uh, all in the ring at the same time, and then we got tomatoes thrown at them. Yep. Yep. I mean, if that's not compelling television, yeah. Sadly, that's not. <laughs> Sadly, and why uh, go is ahead. John Morrison not in that six man tag match? Good question. Riker doesn't need to be in there. Elias doesn't need to be in there. That's his name, Jackson Riker. Riker doesn't as fuck just as bad as Elias. Those two don't need to be in the company, let alone in that match. <laughs> uh, Unbelievable, man. I I know that if John was here, he would definitely mention the fact that the Miz was in his what the fuck. <laughs> yes. For being in there and for having thrown tomatoes on him, but uh, for me, my what the fuck was Alexa's house of jump scares. Oh, okay. You're not I, feeling the zombie. You're not feeling the zombiness. I said it two weeks ago. I like she's she's smoking hot. Like I love I love the push up top and stuff like that and the cleavage. But I don't need female fiends. And the Lily doll is really dumb. Um, I I I I do like the fact that her teeth are little skulls. That's cool. But sure. I, I said it when it first happened that her biting the camera at the end was dumb. And and I had mentioned the fact that, you know, it's my history in in watching so many horror movies and stuff like that, that that has become such a thing. 
So when they started this, that that part of my brain that watches horror movies is just like they're gonna they're gonna do a jump scare. Like I knew it was coming, kind of thing. And then it fucking happened, and I just sat there still, and I was like, "Yep, that's exactly what I knew was going to happen." <laughs> and first of all, like I understand you're trying to be like Bray, so your promo doesn't make any fucking sense at all. But it was so boring for her to be like, "Then you say, Lily, Lily, Lily." Like it's it just you know it just bores me. And part of it is it's not directed at anybody. Like Bray was the best when he when his promos were directed at people. This isn't directed at anybody. She's not in a feud with anybody. She's just talking. And that's yep. a, that's the same issue that I had with the Alistair Black promo. It's not directed at anybody. So why should I care? Like, is it directed at me? Like, am I supposed to make a doll and <laughs> and like push people off swings? Like, I'm not gonna do that. So. And until she actually starts to like talk about people or or go after somebody, I don't give a fuck because it's, then it's just then it's just a time waster. Like what you're just establishing a character that we already know everything about. You know, she's goofy. She swings in a swing. And she's got a like fucking murderous doll that apparently is alive and laughs. Like we don't need another segment to explain exactly what we are she's just the female fiend we've had this for months we know what this character is have her feud with somebody well that's the odd thing too um because even when when brave first started with his, his firefly funhouse yeah it was it was a little vague and he, and he wasn't necessarily going at somebody right away mm-hmm. um but it was the first time we had seen this new character mm-hmm. And once, and it, it was very quick soon after that he started um, picking a fight with Finn Balor, actually. Yep. So, this Alexa character has been around, you know, for about six months at this point. Now we've removed Bray from the situation. So, Alexa's on a swing talking to, quote unquote, the entire women's roster. Doesn't seem too concerned with her. Nope. And it's not like she's showing up like the Fiend used to and attack somebody. Like, the Fiend, for better or worse, attacked Jerry Lawler. The Fiend attacked, um, you know, Legends. Uh, he attacked Mick Foley. What has Alexa done? She talked to a doll. She <laughs> threw a fireball in Randy Orton's face. That was yep. all revolving Bray. Yep. Since Bray has been removed from the picture, she has done fuck all. No, all, all she's done is talk. and And not well and and like i said it's just been establishing and it's like with bray you had like the whole thing where it was like the the firefly funhouse like he would do weird fucking things he would change things every week this here she's just still sitting on a swing with lily next to her and it ends the same way with lily biting the screen like it's just right yeah like if if we go next week again with her just doing the same thing where she tells some dumb story and just does a swing, and then the fucking bites the screen. I'm gonna put it in my what the fuck again because, <laughs> like, yeah, you need to progress it. You need to do something with it. It's not this gave me nothing new that I didn't already know. She she explained last week exactly what she is. Lily made me do it, and this week it was I got another story about that Lily made me do it. Like, okay, I don't I don't need a, a bunch of stories and a bunch of examples of of 
things you've done in the past, like, we get it. Like, yeah, sure. Everything you've done bad in the past really made you do it. Sure. We've got that. Perfect. Now fight somebody. Like, yeah. Be pick a fight. Not with attack somebody. Show up, show up backstage or something. Yeah. Do something. You, you have the built-in storyline already of her and Rhea, because Rhea eliminated her from the Rumble. You've already got that storyline, that that and and that's your champion. But on top of that, yeah, you've got other things too. You've got Nikki Cross sitting there doing nothing. You can have her exercise that demon because that's what Bray did too. He went after guys that wronged him in the past. So you've got Nikki. Yep. You know, hundred percent. You've got. You can even go back to Asuka. Yeah. Because you started that, like. Mm-hmm. Oh, and you even got even got Charlotte too. Yeah, you even got Charlotte too. They've got a history. So yeah, there's there's plenty of people that she can pick a fight with. Um, KTMN on the side says, uh, "Can Lily push Nia Jax off TV, please?" Uh, <laughs> yes, I fully hope that. Yeah, bite bite her with your little fucking brain teeth and or skull teeth and be brain done with her. <laughs> All right, um, did I, did we miss anyone with their mouth the fucks? Uh, well, my what the fuck actually wasn't the um, the thing that I bitched about. Oh. My what the fuck was um, RK Bro. Bro. Okay, so here's the problem. And it's my fault, because I've watched wrestling too long. I am so sick and tired of two singles guys who are at the end of their feuds who have nothing to fucking do, so let's put them in a tag team. I'm well, so fucking sick of it. And it seems like this company does it more often than they used to. Like, I don't give a fuck about fucking Matt Riddle and a tag team. Don't tell me that he was United States champion and now it's like, let's fucking put him in a tag team, Randy Orton. It'll be funny, pal. Like, that's dumb. Well, it fits his character that he's just like, whatever, bro. Small weed every day. <laughs> I get that. I uh, get it. But, like,. Yeah, but again, though, like, you, you say that they do it more often. They've always done this, like, Jericho and I've, fucking... I've always fucking hated it. <laughs> yeah, it's been a thing for a while. I mean, AJ and Jericho did a thing for a while, too, where they were Y2 to AJ or whatever like that. Yeah, it's 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 their fucking... It, it's generic storyline number three that they love to bring out, but... Yeah, I mean... What yeah. one thing that did surprise me from that was Orton did not RKO Matt Riddle. Like, so I kind of want to see Matt Riddle turn on Orton. Now you have my attention. Yeah, yes, <laughs> that would be some shit. Well, Orton's turned on every one of his partners, so yeah, it would be a change. Yeah, that's what I mean. It, it I was, was going to say Shawn Michaels at this point. Yeah. yeah. Like it, it was to be, it was almost expected that it was going to happen. When it didn't, it was like, oh, okay. Give it time; it'll happen. Yeah. All right. Anything else to say about uh, about Raw? Uh, KTMN. You mean two guys who didn't get along are in a tag team? Hello, new tag champ. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, also, still better than Adolf and insert partner here. Oh, D- oh, with Dolph? Oh, D- absolutely. Yeah. Oh, he's he's the king of that shit. Mm-hmm. Oh my oh. god. Oh, yeah. you know what though? Um, 
Troy, you mentioned this, or, or Ginger, you mentioned this about our tag champs not being on the show, right? Yeah, yeah. There's no COVID reason being reported for that, right? No, they're just not being used. Okay, so that's a huge problem because you made this big fucking deal of putting the belt on on almost for his first match. And now you're like, well, fuck, we can't have him take a pin. Shit, what do we do now? Uh, I don't know, just not this week. <laughs> what? You fucking kidding me, man. They do they don't give a sweet flying fuck about raw at all. They don't. Yeah, but oh but you would think they give a sweet flying fuck about almost. Like, don't you want this guy on TV? Like, oh the big monster, like seven foot nine or whatever the fuck he is. <laughs> yeah, but it's what they're doing and it's yeah. it's why my what the fuck it was just a fucking rant on how just how despicable raw is yep there we go all right so before we go i did want to mention that uh right now we are doing a aw hottest female talent tournament over on rundownwrestling.com uh we had um some play-in games for uh, for two of the of the shows, um, Evilise wound up taking the playing game one, uh, which eliminated uh, Awesome Kong, Emi Sakura, Kylin King, Mei Segura, Ray Lin, Red Velvet, Riho, Mio, or Rio, Mizani, and Savannah Edward uh, Evans. And a playing game number two, Yuka Sakazaki, <laughs> wound up taking that one, uh, eliminating Veni, Rin Katamkura. Uh, Nyla Rose, Mel, Layla Hirsch, uh, Jasmine Allure, Aubrey Edwards, Aja Kong, and Abad, Abad, Abadon. Uh, so right now, you can head on over there and you can vote in the first round matchup between Shanna and Jade Cargill. Um, so uh, you can go over there. Uh, it's very simple. You can look at pictures. I, I, I try to give you front and back uh, as best I can. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, and then you can make your pick. And then next week, um, we will have a winner announced, and we will move on to our next matchup, which would be Thunder Rosa versus Catalina Perez. So make sure to check that one out. Uh, And I think with that, uh, well, we don't have Jason, so Sal, why don't you uh, send us on home? Uh, That means we will smack your ass raw next time. Did you? Bye. Bye-bye. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. 
Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You have been listening to a Rundown Wrestling Network production. Please visit rundownwrestling.com for all of our shows as well as our other special events. Keep it locked there or subscribe to the Rundown Wrestling Network on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcast, Stitcher Premium, or anywhere you get your podcast from. Leave us a voice message that we will play on an episode by going to anchor.fm slash rundownwrestling slash message. Join our Patreon at patreon.com slash rundownwrestling. You can show us how much you love us by buying us a cup of coffee for just one buck at ko-fi.com slash rundownwrestling. Go to reddit.com slash r slash rundownwrestling. Follow us on Twitter at Rundown Network. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash rundownwrestling. Email the show your dick pics and twat shots via rundownwrestling at gmail.com. Or go to Instagram or YouTube and look for Rundown Wrestling. Follow us on Twitch by going to twitch.tv slash rundownwrestling. And you can also follow our host Adam on twitch.tv slash the saleser effect. This has been a Rundown Wrestling Network production.